You are listening to Intelligent Investing with Glenn Least. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about some of the changes we've been making in client portfolios over the last two to three weeks to stay ahead of really what's going on in the markets and to protect and be as defensive as possible. You're not going to want to miss today's episode. A ton of great content. Hey, welcome to Intelligent Investing with Glenn Least. And I want to do a special episode today to specifically explain some of the things that we're doing in our client portfolios to to protect ourselves um, and the, some of the changes we made over the last three weeks. So um, about three weeks ago, uh, we had our investment management meeting um, where we looked at you know the reasons for the market to go up, reasons for it to go down over the next three to six months. And there's just a lot more downside potential with inflation, with supply chain issues, interest rate rising. Uh, We just saw that there's a little bit more downside than there was upside, at least through November, December-ish. So based on that information, our convictions, we looked at our client portfolios and asked ourselves, what can we do to, one, protect our client portfolios, and two, maybe take advantage uh, of this downturn that we may see over the next month or two um, and so what we did is we we selected a, a mutual fund or an ETF that's called an inverse fund. And the idea with that fund is it does the inverse of whatever the market does. So if the stock market is up 1%, this inverse fund would be down 1%. And vice versa, if the market was down 1%, this inverse fund would be up 1%. So we used this inverse idea to put into part of our client portfolios anywhere from 10 to 15 to 20% of our client assets into this inverse fund. So that way, if the market goes down 5 6 7%, that inverse fund would actually be up you know, the equivalent amount. Um, and not only that, we decided to do a 3x inverse fund, meaning if the market goes down 1%, this inverse fund would be up 3%. So we went ahead and made those changes really just to protect you know, our, our client uh, portfolios, um, those clients that are in our culturally significant equities fund, that strategy, we did it in those portfolios. And we did that about three weeks ago. And uh, since then, the market's just been trending down, 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 like I think like eight or 9% in the S&P and Dow Jones and NASDAQ. So um, because we did that play, um, <clears throat> that one fund is up almost 24, 25% since then, uh, you know, kind of in that range. So what that's done is provided our clients a lot of downside protection. And, and it's really meant to be a short-term play. Whenever you do these inverse funds, it's never a great idea to be in it for the long haul because as we know, if the market goes up, this fund will go down. So it's not a great long-term play, but for very short bursts in the market, it's a great tool that we as an investment firm can use to really kind of soften the volatility, if you will, in a client portfolio. So we went ahead and added that in for our clients that are in that culturally significant equity strategy. And uh, now looking back, you know, three, two to three weeks later, you know, it's, it's appreciated tremendously. And so kind of the game plan with that is... Uh, As we start to see some more positive news in the markets and we see inflation start to abate and maybe the midterms are over and done with, you know, our plan is to strategically exit out of that uh, inverse position because it's just not a great long-term position that you want to be in because we know the markets are going to trend up over time. And so, (laughs) you know, that'd be a bad bet if you know markets go up over time to bet against them would be not a very good long-term strategy. So the idea is, you know, we make a little bit of money, you know, shield ourselves, get a little bit more defensive with the inverse 
inverse fund and then uh, then take those gains and buy back in some good strong stocks at a lower price and so so far we've done that strategy and it's worked out tremendously well for our clients that are in that portfolio um, clients have seen anywhere from a four to eight percent outperformance in just the last three weeks compared to just the s p 500 which has been a tremendous uh, silver lining if you will I've been talking to clients to say hey you know I guess the, the silver lining of all this is if the market goes down, there's part of your portfolio that's going to go up. And so it's it's not a great scenario overall. The markets, we're just in a tough time. But that's one way that we decided we can be very strategic with trying to protect our clients from the downside and be able to capitalize on um, you know some downturns in the market and be able to actually profit a little bit in the short term. So those are the changes we made. We also looked at getting a little bit more defensive with some of our stock positions. Uh, we're not as excited about growth companies as we are value-based companies. So we've been trimming back some of our growth names and uh, in lieu of some of our value-based names. So um, you know we, we were looking at that. I was just talking with our chief investment officer. There's a lot of companies that we're tracking, looking at if there is a recession, how can we even make a play in that space? One name that came up that we're really tracking and haven't put in the portfolio yet, but are really considering doing um, is eBay. So if you think about if things start to get really tough in the economy and people are having to sell extra stuff, uh, their extra baseball card collection or the sneakers or whatever, you know, just to, you know, because things are, are, are challenging time, that company potentially could do very well. So we're tracking that one. Like I said, it hasn't been put in yet, but we're monitoring that very closely. I'm really looking for companies that will outperform or provide some, some defensiveness in a down market. So that's one company we're looking at. We're also heavily looking at commodities. We already have commodities in our portfolio right now, but we're looking to say, should we have more of that? Um, commodities are like oil, steel, timber, coffee, wheat, soy, um, corn. Those are all things that have appreciated tremendously. And uh, if you haven't been to the grocery store recently, uh, you'll know that prices have gone up. So if, if you own commodities and those prices continue to appreciate, your commodities you know, should appreciate as well. Um, so there's a lot of supply chain issues. There's a lot of stuff going on overseas. There's you know bad, uh, I shouldn't say bad, but challenges with the crop yields in the States. So those are, those are all reasons why we're monitoring uh, commodities very closely. And lastly, we're, all, we're always on the horizon looking for alternatives or different investment vehicles that can really um, do well in challenging times. So we're doing some research on some new funds that we may add in that will um, you know, do well in a down market um, in addition to what we're already doing. So as that comes available, you'll hear more about that. So uh, stay tuned. And just want to give the quick update of some of the changes we made to our client portfolios of the last two to three weeks. Um, and this is only applicable to our culturally significant equities fund. Uh, the other two models that some of our clients are in are the quantitative and target risk model. Those ones, we did not make these changes because they're a slightly different philosophy. This is just for the culturally significant equities portfolio, which um, <clears throat> most of my clients are in. That's the strategy I like probably the most um, because it's a little bit more dynamic. Um, but if you're wondering which strategy you're in, or if you don't know you're in that CSE strategy, um, give me a call, give me an email. Let's, let's look at your portfolio and see if making some adjustments makes sense. Uh, I'm always here. Uh, we've been really just 
tirelessly looking at options and and really just taking a ton of time and research to see what we can do in these tough times. And uh, I, I think through the rest of the next 12 to 18 months, things will start to pick up and look better. Um, but in the meantime, with where we're at now, we're trying to be as opportunistic as possible. So with that, I uh, hope you guys have a great rest of your week and uh, just a just a quick episode today. So uh, stay tuned. Catch me every every Saturday. I've got a new episode coming out. This was just kind of a little mini episode, a little mini uh, during the week update. So uh, with that, Glenn Lease with Intelligent Investing signing off. You know where to find me, 928-225-2474. Or you can email me at intelligentinvesting at wtwealthmanagement.com.